I'm Paul Wagner. Join me as I dig deep into the mysterious case of the Potomac River Rapist. Listen to Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's award-winning American Nightmare podcast series, available now wherever you get your podcasts. So this morning on WTOP... The NFL could soon see a lawsuit from former employees of the Washington Commanders. I'm Mike Marillo. Other news. Children's National Hospital is near capacity. I'm Christy King. Gains on Wall Street. Asian stocks are mixed. The Nikkei is higher. It's 3 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Liberty Mutual Insurance. I'm Christopher Cruz in Washington. Some parts of Michigan have gotten as much as 18 inches of snow, and in some areas the snow is still falling. Parts of Michigan's Upper Peninsula were hit with a pounding of heavy snow, along with winds gusting up to 55 miles an hour, leading to thousands of power outages. Those areas received about 12 inches of snow. The last early snow this time of year in Nagani Township outside Marquette was an inch and a half in 2020. WWJ radio reporter Sandra McNeil. Weeks before the midterms, President Biden is telling voters that Democrats will protect a woman's right to an abortion. First bill that I will send to the Congress will be to codify Roe v. Wade. And when Congress passes it, I'll sign it in January. 50 years after Roe was first decided the law of the land. Police body cam footage shows officers in Tampa, Florida, arresting several people accused of voter fraud. The people being arrested claim they didn't know they weren't allowed to vote. More from CBS's Ed O'Keefe. Why would y'all let me vote if I wasn't, uh, wasn't able to vote? I'm not sure, buddy. I don't know. And that confusion is exactly what voting experts say shouldn't have been allowed in the first place. If you are going to hold this high bar and say it's against the law, make it so that the person is notified from the outset. Don't allow them to go through the system and then after the fact go, gotcha. A warning about hair straighteners. The researchers note uterine cancer is a relatively rare cancer, and the link between hair straighteners and cancer isn't as strong as that between smoking, say, and lung cancer. At the same time, uterine cancer is the most common form of gynecological cancer in the U.S. CBS's Vicki Barker. In the American League Division Series, the New York Yankees beat the Cleveland Guardians 5-1 to in Game 5. More from CBS's Steve Futterman. The Yankees controlled the contest pretty much the entire game, led by this. A drive to right center field, back near the wall, and gone! The call on TBS, a three-run home run in the first inning by John Carlos Stanton, gave New York a 3-0 lead. The Yankees would never trail. The Yanks will now face the Astros in the American League Championship Series. The death toll from flooding in Nigeria this year has now reached 603. Hundreds of thousands of people are being evacuated from submerged homes, and more than 1.3 million people have been displaced. People in 33 of Nigeria's 36 states have been affected. This year's floods, the worst in more than a decade, they're being blamed on the release of excess water from a dam and on unusually heavy rainfalls. This is CBS News. Super Saturday. Save 25% off on all furniture at Ashley. Super Saturday. One day of the year. This Saturday, get our best offers. Save 25% off on all furniture or 60 months no interest financing. Super Saturday is 25% off every Ashley living room, every Ashley dining room, and every Ashley bedroom. Super Saturday is the best time to buy new furniture with the lowest prices. Beautiful Ashley looks in stock with fast delivery. Don't miss Super Saturday. 11 hours only. This Saturday, 10 to 9 at Ashley in Falls Church, Fairfax, Davisburg, Walworth, Capitol Heights, and Alexandria. WT. 303. 
It's Wednesday morning, midweek, October 19th, 2022. We're looking at clouds building as we head through the day today. Some possible rain on this Wednesday. Upper 50s for the high. We're at about 35 right now. Good Wednesday morning to you. Dean Blaine, we thank you for taking us along for your morning ride. Topping the stories we're following for you as we head into this day together here at TOP. We continue to track those big developments this early morning coming out of that NFL owners meeting in New York this week on Tuesday. Indianapolis Colts owner Jim Ursay says he believes there is merit to removing Dan Snyder as the commander's owner. He also says he believes there are potentially the 24 votes needed to kick Snyder out. A commander's spokesperson calling Israel's comments this week inappropriate in that the commanders have made remarkable progress over the past two years. NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell also weighing in on this situation. In the meantime, some former employees for the Washington Commanders appear poised to sue the NFL. This after a report claims their participation in an investigation in the alleged toxic work environment at the team may have led to their names being disclosed by the team. A promise from the NFL to the former employees, according to their attorneys, Lisa Banks and Deborah Katz, was that their clients' names would be kept confidential and not even the team or its owner, Dan Snyder, would see them. But an ESPN report claims the commander's attorneys used the report by Beth Wilkinson to compile an enemies list. Katz and Banks, in a letter to the NFL's commissioner, Roger Goodell, says their clients have faced harassment, retaliation, and public disparagement since taking part. They call on Goodell to meet with them and also that the report be released since they claim the reason stated for not doing that was to protect the identity of witnesses. Ignoring the request, the lawyers say, will lead to legal action against the NFL. In response to this, a commander spokesperson says the team, nor Dan Snyder, was ever advised by the NFL Wilkinson or anybody else about the progress of the investigation or who had been interviewed during it. Also, Snyder responding to claims he has dirt on other team owners and Goodell wrote in a letter to team owners that he has never used attorneys or lawyers to look into other owners or the commissioner and says ESPN's article contains false and malicious statements. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. Well, WTOP has this week reached out to the NFL for comment. Thus far, we have not heard back. Stay tuned. WTOP at 306 near capacity. Children's National Hospital warning families this week to expect long waits for non-urgent visits. Most of us, I'm a parent as well as a doctor, we know when something is really wrong. Dr. Sarah Ash Coombs with Children's National Hospital. Certainly, if your child is struggling to breathe, turning blue, what we would call in extremis, then absolutely you need emergency care. But you want to take stock at home for issues, she says, that are less serious. They're coughing, but then they're still able to be chatty in between coughing fits. Resources then might involve reaching out to your pediatrician's call line or... Giving some over-the-counter fever reducers and keep the child comfortable and support them through the illness as best you can. You're seeking WTOP News. The final vote on a plan to allow non-citizens to vote in local elections passes in D.C. D.C. residents who are undocumented or are green card holders, for example, could be voting in local elections by 2024. That's because the D.C. Council passed a measure allowing non-citizens to vote. Twelve of the 13 members voted in favor. Councilmember Vince Gray was absent. Under the legislation, non-citizens could vote in local but not federal elections. D.C. is not the only place in our region where non-citizens can cast a ballot in local races. Hyattsville and Tacoma Park have passed similar laws. Next step for the legislation? It goes to Mayor Muriel Bowser for her signature. It's also subject to review by Congress. 
Kate Ryan, WTOP News. At United Bank, the community bank of the nation's capital, we know the financial decisions you're making to keep your families and future secure. With a long history of safe, sound, relationship-driven banking practices, we provide our customers with peace of mind protection. We offer the best of both worlds, the technology, products, and expertise you expect from a big bank, but with the personal touch and local decision-making only a local community bank delivers. Learn more at bankwithunited.com. Member FDIC. This is WTOP News. Wednesday morning, October 19th. Welcome into WTOP, where the time now is 3.08. Slow or clogged drains? Call Michael and Son and get $100 off a train cleaning today. Always helps if the button works. It's 308. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks, here's Rich Hunter in the WTLP Traffic Center. Still working up on 270, both north and southbound, approaching 85. Bucky's Town Pike down to a single left lane in each direction, but as of late, delays there have been brief. Beyond the work southbound, nothing else in your way, all the way down to the Beltway in Bethesda. On the Beltway, still working in Montgomery County on the inner loop. As you approach and pass Connecticut Avenue, two lanes to the right get you by. And then uh, on the outer loop in Prince George's County, they've been working between Route 4 Pennsylvania Avenue and Ritchie Marlboro Road. Two left lanes past the work zone, but as of late, you've been getting by without delay. 95 north and south, approaching the Baltimore Beltway. Still has work in both directions. Two lanes to the left get you by. On the northbound side, however, the exit to the outer loop of the Baltimore Beltway, exit 49A, remains closed as part of that work zone. Uh, so no entry there, but uh, 95 beyond that, nothing else in your way. Headed down toward the Beltway and College Park, Baltimore-Washington Parkway. They've been working northbound as you approach and pass I-195. Single file left past the work there. Southbound side of the parkway looks good. Headed down toward the Beltway. Uh, and then even inside the Beltway, headed down toward the district. You're in pretty good shape with I-295 north and DC-295 south. Look good into town. No early issues along Suitland Parkway or South Capitol Street. Freeway running well, both I-395 and I-695. New York Avenue between northeast and northwest moving well in both directions. Rich Hunter, WTOP Traffic. It is going to be a cold one out there on our Wednesday, especially the morning hour. So heads up, take that coat, make sure you have an ice scraper just in case there's frost, because we do have a frost advisory for many of us. Uh, temperatures during the afternoon, low to mid-50s, going for high of 56. Thursday, a high of 60 degrees after another even colder start on Thursday morning. I'm Storm Team 4, Chief Meteorologist Doug Hammer. You're breaking up to 41 degrees this early morning to break in National, 37, BWI Marshall, 38 at Dulles. We're back up to 36 degrees now in our nation's capital. Wednesday morning, midweek, October 19th, 2022. This check brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. Good morning. Welcome in. It's 310 on WTOP. Get the top news of the day straight to your inbox. Sign up for WTOP's breaking news email alerts. Go to WTOP.com slash alerts. Campaign 2022 continues on WTOP. So a lot of energized Democrats and independents after the fall recently of Roe v. Wade in June. Huge numbers of women registering to vote for the first time. But three weeks before the midterms right now, polls show the economy remains the top issue for voters. In a speech at a Democratic National Committee event in Washington, President Joe Biden said this week the first bill he will send to Capitol Hill would be a measure codifying abortion rights if his party holds control of both houses. But that's a big if. This morning, Politico reporter Alice Olstein with more for us. This was an interesting pledge from the president. I mean, for one, like you said, it's a very big if. Polling indicates that Democrats 
are likely to lose the House and certainly are not going to win enough seats to push something like this through. They would need to win a 60-seat majority or enough uh, people willing to overturn the filibuster, which they haven't had even when they were in the majority. And so you have that. You also have the issue of saying, I will send Congress a bill. Of course, you know, that that's a typical thing that presidents say. Uh, Democrats on Capitol Hill already have a number of bills on this topic. And what I found interesting as well is that he was saying, I will send a bill to codify Roe versus Wade. Now, the main bill in the House and Senate that Democrats have pushed would actually go beyond that. And you saw some reaction to Biden's speech from advocacy groups like the ACLU, who pointed out that for them, codifying Roe versus Wade, restoring Roe versus Wade is the floor and not the ceiling. They think it's not enough. I wanted to look at a couple of different threads that may tell us something about the election, although we both know that making predictions about these volatile elections is dangerous business. But from your very own Twitter feed, you have brought forth an article from a colleague, and it's about anti-abortion advocacy groups spending tens of millions on the midterms. They're frustrated that GOP candidates aren't talking about it. I would add that to an NBC story about how black women are expected to vote in very large numbers. And then the early voting numbers out of Georgia... Doesn't all that point to actually a pretty big Democratic wave, although, again, we can't really make predictions? I mean, not only that, people were very, people on the left were very buoyed by, you know, the results in Kansas earlier this summer, where voters turned out in pretty record numbers, especially for uh, a primary to vote on the side of abortion rights when it was directly on the ballot. And so there have been a number of signals this year, the surge in new voter registrations following the Supreme Court's ruling, for example. There are a number of signs that voters are absolutely energized by the abortion rights issue and will turn out on it, whether that will outweigh the number of people who are upset and energized about other things remains to be seen. You know, I think there's also a big difference. It varies so much from state to state. In some states, I just got back from Michigan, for example, where abortion will directly be on the ballot, like a measure where voters will decide themselves whether the state constitution will protect abortion rights. That could energize people in a way that you don't see maybe in a state where that's not the case. So I think you're going to see a lot of variation, you know, obviously candidate quality and candidate scandals also play into this. And so it, it's not it's not a question of is abortion having an impact? It absolutely is. It's whether that impact is greater than all of the other factors we're seeing. Campaign 2022 continues on WTOP. That's Politico reporter Alice Olstein in a conversation with our Dimitri Sotis. You are listening to 103.5 FM and WTOP.com. Nobody likes going to the dentist, but it's much harder for some. Don't let fear and anxiety keep you from a perfect smile. At Nova Dental Anesthesia, they take the stress away. State-of-the-art, compassionate dental care. It's what they do. So if you've been putting off that trip to the dentist, there's no need to wait any longer. Let Nova Dental Anesthesia help. Make an appointment today. Call 571-83-RELAX. That's 571-83-RELAX. Or visit them at novasedation.com. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. 
WTOP Sports Time. Now 3.15, Mr. Rob Woodfork's turn this early morning. The words Washington Commanders fans have long waited to hear were spoken at the NFL owners' meetings Tuesday. I believe that there's merit to remove him as owner. Jim Ursay said that of fellow NFL owner Dan Snyder and that he believes there will be a necessary three-quarters majority approval to make such an unprecedented move. Snyder shot back shortly after, saying in a statement that Ursay's remarks were highly inappropriate and Commissioner Roger Goodell said he wasn't surprised by Ursay's remarks, adding, Speculation without facts is not a very positive thing to do. I think everyone deserves to have facts and to make sure those decisions are made with facts and membership will have that opportunity. On the field, the commanders prepared to host the Green Bay Packers with Taylor Heineke starting a quarterback for the injured Carson Wentz, as confirmed by Ron Rivera. Maryland got better news on their quarterback as Talia Tungavailoa's knee injury last week was a re-aggravation and he'll be a game-time decision to play against Northwestern Saturday, Coach Mike Loxley. A huge sense of relief. The way it played out, it looked like it was very painful. We're very thankful that he had the knee brace. I mean, he fights us. He didn't want to play in the knee brace for the last two, three weeks. We forced him to do it. All the scoring in Game 1 of the National League Championship Series was by former Nationals as home runs from Bryce Harper and a Petco Park record 488-footer from Kyle Schwarber propelled the Phillies to a 2-0 win over the Padres in San Diego. And the ALCS opens in Houston Wednesday night with the Yankees facing an Astro squad that won five of seven regular season meetings between the two. Rob Woodfork, WTOP Sports. Thanks, Rob, as always. WTOP at 316 Wednesday morning. <laughs> the top stories we're following for you on TLP this 3 a.m. hour. President Joe Biden this week promising to reinstate federal protections to abortion access if Democrats control enough seats in Congress next year. Both show that will be difficult, though, in the House and may not even happen in the Senate. Russian airstrikes have cut power and water supplies to hundreds of thousands of Ukrainians. The country's president says nearly a third of Ukraine's power stations have been destroyed in just the past week, causing massive blackouts. Here at home, a 24-year-old Dale City man accused of killing the four people he lived with on Monday. Now David Mann is charged with four counts of second-degree murder. Uvalde, Texas school officials say this morning that a 16-year-old has been arrested after being accused of planning a shooting at Uvalde High School. Police say they took immediate action, going to the teen's house and talking with both the teen and his parents. Counselors who've been hard at work in Uvalde since May say even older kids may need help coping with this kind of threat. You see them isolating take steps to engage them um, and find ways to ensure that they're eating right, make sure they're sleeping, make sure that um, they have an outlet, whatever that may be. School district officials say communication remains the key. And that is KENS-TV's Sue Calbert reporting. More on these developing stories in just minutes. Wednesday morning, October 19th, for the time now is 318. Having good weather on the 8s and when it breaks, over to Rich Hunter in the WTOP Traffic Center. Right, just getting word from Prince George's County Authority. Serious crash is going to close Greenbelt Road in both directions between the intersection with 60th Avenue and Cherrywood Lane and Maryland 201 Kenilworth Avenue. Serious crash which occurred a little earlier this morning involving a pedestrian. It is now under investigation, so traffic is redirected each way as a result. Now, elsewhere, if you're traveling on the Beltway, on the inner loop, as you approach and pass Connecticut Avenue, you're getting by the work zone. Two lanes to right now as of late, doing so with very little delay. They've also been working on the outer loop in Prince George's County, headed north of Route 4 over toward Ritchie Marlboro Road. Two lanes to the left get you by that work zone. On the outer loop as you cross the American Legion Bridge into Virginia and continue to a point beyond Georgetown Pike, 
Still getting by. That works on single file to left. Keep in mind the exit that takes you toward the GW Parkway in Georgetown Pike. It's open, uh, but again, you have to exit a little earlier than you normally would as a result of that work zone. On the inner loop side, working as you approach and pass under Georgetown Pike, and there you get by two lanes to the right, but as of late, delays have been brief. Also working on the inner loop just after Route 7, head past 123 toward the Dulles Toll Road again, two right lanes past the work zone. Rich Hunter, WTOP Traffic. Storm Team 4 track in the cold, and it is a very cold start to our Wednesday. Temperatures dropping into the low to mid-30s by the time you step out the front door, and you might need the ice scraper. Frost advisories are in effect across the D.C. metro area and points to the south. To the west and through parts of northern Virginia and other areas uh, to the west, we're looking at freeze warnings. So, yeah, some cold numbers for sure. High temperatures in the afternoon rebounding a little upper or rather low to mid-50s. That's it. Thursday, another very cold start, high and near 60. Friday, high of 64. I'm Storm Team 4, Chief Meteorologist Doug Cammer. We're at 41 degrees in College Park, 38 Fairfax, 41 on the National Mall. You're waking up, having gone up a couple of degrees again in the last few minutes. We're up to 38 in our nation's capital. This check brought to you by Lynn the Plumber. Trusted same-day service, seven days a week. Check them out. Lynn the Plumber. You're with Dean Lane on WTOP. Yeah, I'm so stressed. Our business is growing. We've got people all over now. Uma. What is that? Meditation? I'm recommending Uma and their all-in-one phone, video, and collaboration solution. Uma? Yep. Switching to Uma is a cinch. Just $24.95 per month per user, plus taxes and fees. Uma. Now you're feeling it. Visit Uma.com. That's O-O-M-A dot com to learn more. Uma. Smart communications for the smarter business. This is WTOP News. We've been following breaking sports news on WTOP this morning regarding the future of owner Dan Snyder with the Washington Commanders. Indianapolis Colts owner Jim Ursay has taken the hardest stance yet this week against Snyder, speaking with reporters at the NFL owners' meeting. Ursay says he believes there is a case to be made to kick Snyder out of the league altogether. From the things that I've heard, um, I want to hold my final um, opinion. You know, it's a difficult situation. Um, you know, I believe that there's merit to remove him as owner. Ursay says he thinks that there could potentially be 24 votes there to remove Snyder. That is the magic number of owners, of course, who would have to agree to this. A team spokesman is responding this way. It is highly inappropriate, but not surprising that Mr. Ursay opted to make statements publicly based on falsehoods in the media. It is unfortunate that Mr. Ursay decided to go public while an investigation is in the process and the team has had no opportunity to formally respond to the allegations. This morning, Rob Woodfork of WTOP Sports, who also runs the DC Sports Huddle, podcasts with more for us. I think the interesting part of Ursay's comments is the fact that it came before the owner's only session of these quarterly league meetings. He basically held court there for about 13 minutes in that hotel lobby in New York, listening to Roger Goodell. And sort of in response to the Ursay statement said that, and this is a quote by Goodell, speculation is not beneficial Regarding Snyder, he wants to see uh, the owners hear all of the facts of the investigation once it concludes. And so th the thing that we know in was really all summed up in that last part of the statement that, that Snyder and the team released is that they said they're not going to sell the team. And that reinforces what many already believe about this process, and that's Snyder won't go quietly. So even if the owners are mobilizing, 
you still have to have all of your ducks in a row, your T's crossed, I's dotted, and so forth, in order to you know, make sure that this process goes as smoothly as possible. It's still a, a huge deal, we should mention. As Shana mentioned, that it's the first time you're hearing from an owner. Yes. What difference would it make if the words came from a different owner or a different set of owners? And I'm glad you brought that up because the thing is, Ursay is not viewed in the same light as some of the well-respected owners like the Roonies in Pittsburgh, the Maras in New York, Jerry Jones even in Dallas. Uh, Ursay has had some struggles with substance abuse, and I'm not saying that that makes him unreliable in any way. I'm saying that he ha is an owner who has been suspended and fined previously. So for him to be the one to speak out, I think you could look at it as, hey, maybe it's applying pressure to some of those, for lack of a better term, made men who like the ones that I listed to, you know, sort of fall in line and, uh, and, and vote Snyder out. Okay, so what happens next, if you can predict this for us? The the bottom line in the sum total of all of it is 24 owners have to agree to vote Snyder out. Now, we did hear Ursay say that he thinks that those 24 votes exist. That that has yet to be, you know, they, they have to sit down and they have to decide. And maybe some of that happened in this closed-door meeting. Maybe they decided, hey, let's have a vote at such such a date. But that, that has yet to to occur, but that has to happen in order for anything substantive to happen. The NFL owners is a much more exclusive group than even the U.S. Senate, right? Uh, <laughs> it really is. When you have an owner saying something like that openly yeah. about another owner, I, doesn't it feel like a point of no return kind of thing? I mean, how can those two guys sit at the conference table right. the next time? And, and that's the thing. Uh, Snyder's not present, and he hasn't been present for pretty close to a year at this point. His wife, Tanya, has been, she's the co-CEO. She's been the one who's been at the meetings. Jason Wright's the team president. He's been the one who's been at meetings. So Snyder has been kind of pushed to the periphery. And yes, I do think that this does sort of signal that perhaps we are starting to reach that point of no return. WTOP sports reporter Rob Woodfork talking with Shana and Dimitri. You are listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com. For the time now, Wednesday morning, October 19th. Good morning to you. It's 325 Money News. We bring you each half hour at 25 and 55. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. A solid start to third quarter earnings season has Wall Street on a two-day winning streak. It's first in two weeks. The market will try for a hat trick today after Netflix and United Airlines turned in better than expected results last night. The major averages were up by about 1% yesterday. Another batch of third quarter earnings results are due this morning with Abbott Labs and Procter & Gamble among the companies opening their books. IBM, American Airlines, Tesla and others report after the close. Rising mortgage rates and still high inflation are souring builders on the housing market outlook. A monthly reading of builder confidence is at its lowest level this month in more than a decade. Unhappy builders are unlikely to build, and the government's reading on September home construction is expected to show a 7.2% decline when it comes out this morning. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Larry Kofsky on WTOP. Hey, ladies, ready to order appetizers? Hmm, I don't think I should. I'm trying to cut back on spending lately. Didn't you download that Upside app I told you about? The one that gets you cash back. Huh? No, I didn't. Is it really worth it? Yes, because of cashback from Upside, I haven't had to cut back, even with prices getting extremely high lately. Wow. And what do you get cash back on again? You get money back on gas, groceries, and it works at restaurants. Look, I get 37% cash back on this meal, including on drinks and apps. All right, I'm sold. 
You order the apps. I'm buying and getting the cash back and upside. Oh, no. I've created a monster. Download the free Upside app. What will it take to conserve 10 billion acres of ocean, 1.6 billion acres of land, and over 600,000 miles of river? What will it take to protect and restore natural habitats in over 70 countries around the world and in all 50 states here at home? What will it take? You. Together, we will make it happen. It's in our nature. See how your gift can help at nature.org. The Nature Conservancy. Protecting nature, preserving life. The Premier League soccer season is heating up. Turn to Betting Weekly English Premier League on the Bet Rivers Network for the best bets and analysis for this week's features. Subscribe to Betting Weekly Premier League today wherever you get your podcast. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love Betting Weekly Game Bet Match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in-depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider.